The Healthy Golf Podcast, episode 44, with your host, Joe O. Welcome to the Healthy Golf Podcast, a podcast designed to help you transform your golf game and your life. Join your host, Dr. Joe O, as he chats with experts on all things golf performance to keep you feeling great and playing your best on and off the course. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Golf Podcast. I am your host, Joe O, and if this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for joining us on this episode, and if you are a return listener, thank you so much for taking the time and coming back to listen to another episode, especially where it's just one of myself yammering into a microphone. Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to make everyone aware, if you have access to the show notes, there is a link in the show notes that you can go ahead and download the checklist that I put together for on-course nutrition and hydration. I pretty much lay out absolutely everything in this checklist in terms of what you should be having before the round, what you should be having during the round, and I even break it down by holes as to what you should be having from holes one through six. 7 through 12, and then 13 through 18, and then even what you should be having after the round as well. And I give you specific examples for each of those categories, and I also go into how much and what you should be drinking to help stay hydrated while you are playing golf. So please go ahead and make sure you check out that resource to honestly get an unfair advantage on the golf course over everyone else. Like I said, the link is in the show notes. You can just go ahead and click that link. You just got to put your name and email in and you will have access to that checklist. If you do not have access to the show notes, feel free to send me an email at joe, J-O-E, at puredrivephysio.com, which is P-U-R-E-D-R-I-V-E-P-H-Y-S-I-O.com. I will put that email address in the show notes. I am aware that apparently the link for emails has not been working, Uh, so I will just write out my email, and uh, obviously that doesn't make sense if you do not have access to the show notes now that I'm just realizing that, but go ahead and do that. Otherwise, you can also reach out to me on Instagram at puredrive underscore golf physio, or you can also reach out to me on Facebook. Either way, I will make sure that you have access to download that checklist if you do not have access to the show notes. So now, with that being said and out of the way, let's get into what I really want to talk about today, which is really about active recovery. And we're going to talk about what it is, why it's important, and I want to give you some options for what you can do for active recovery and on your rest days. So with that being said, let's go into what is active recovery. And active recovery is really anything that gets you moving other than your designated workouts. It's typically low impact, fun and enjoyable and non-competitive and can usually last around from anywhere between 20 to 60 minutes. It honestly shouldn't be something that drags you down or something that you do not want to do. It should honestly be something that is rejuvenating, increases your mojo, and may even help to clear your head. It should be something that you're looking forward to doing. Um, So 
With that being said, I wanted to go into these three options before we go into some other things because I find that so often so many people, especially golfers, are in one of these three camps and they are, one, you may not be doing anything on your days off or other than playing golf or working out. The other thing is, or option number two really, is you have no days off. And then option number three is that you're using over-the-counter or prescription pain medications before or after your round or working out or something along those lines to get through because you have no other options to help you do that. Now, if you fall in one of those three scenarios, I will say that those are not the greatest scenarios to be in because you're missing out on crucial recovery time for uh, you know windows to allow the body to repair itself. And you're also missing out on opportunities to just improve your overall performance. So why should we be doing active recovery? Well, it's honestly all the hard work that you're putting in on the golf course and at the gym. That's when the body is going to take advantage of all that hard work you're putting in. So on recovery days, it's basically going to allow your body time to repair, rebuild, and improve upon what you've been kind of working so hard to get better at, whether that's power, getting quicker, getting stronger, losing weight, all of those things, this is when your body's going to help to do that. And if you continually put it under pressure day in and day out and work out consistently really hard, don't give yourself time to recover or, you know, go right to the golf course and let's say you may have a really high stressful job, all of those things are going to affect kind of how your body's going to have an ability to recover. And it's going to be harder for you to continue to perform over time, just ultimately leading into more and more breakdown and possibly not even seeing any progress that you're hoping to be seeing. And so you may be really just spinning your, spinning your wheels when you get into the gym. So overall, active recovery is going to be really helpful because it's going to help improve our overall performance. Again, whether that's on the golf course, on another uh, playing field, tennis court, basketball court, baseball diamond, it could be at home or even at work. All of these things play together and they're interwoven and it's not just one thing or another. So recovery is going to help you on many aspects and facets of your life, not just golf. Now, That is exactly why one thing when it comes to with my clients and I have them doing strength training, I normally have them only doing three to four times a week of strength training. And then the other days I will schedule a mobility day or just tell them to do something else. And most other strength coaches and trainers, things along those lines, will not have you work out back to back to back to back. Now there are some exceptions to that kind of scenario. It depends on kind of what kind of workout splits you are doing. So normally though, I have most of my clients doing full body workouts. So you're not going to want to go ahead and work out back to back days. Basically, if you need to do that, it's, it's okay. Just know that your second day in a row is going to probably have decreased performance as long as you know that and understand that, that's okay. And, you know, I always say that 
you or a client can do that if need be based on their schedule. But I would not make that a common practice because, again, you're going to miss out on really maximizing your performance in the gym and also helping your body to recover outside of the gym. So just to get into a little bit of the science side of why we need some recovery days, especially from the gym and if you're doing resistance training or strength training or just putting in a lot of work in some other sort of fashion, you need to have recovery days because the body is basically breaking down when you are doing strength training in a good way. I know that sounds bad. The body's breaking down. It's in a good way though. You, There are some theories as to what is actually happening when we're doing strength training, especially when we're trying to create a positive change, whether that's getting stronger, growing some muscle, or even losing some weight. All of those things are going to push us into an uncomfortable zone and I'm sure you felt this before. You may feel that, you know, muscle burning feeling. And a lot of people equate that to lactic acid buildup, which is true. And that plays part of a role as to why you may be sore after the workout. But there's other thoughts as to why, including that you are creating very small micro tears in the muscle belly. And those need to be repaired to allow your muscle to get stronger and bigger. There is a new theory that has come out, and I won't get too into the weeds here, but another theory that says that we actually damage the nerves and where they attach to the muscles, basically, for a very short time. Nothing, obviously, that's terrible. You're not paralyzed or anything along those lines. But again, that soreness that you feel or that delayed onset muscle soreness that occurs after working out if you haven't worked out in a while or you really push yourself in one session or you just did a lot of volume, that soreness has been related to, again, maybe lactic acid buildup, those micro tears, but now there's a new theory that says that maybe we are damaging the nerves where they attach to the muscle, which actually does make a lot of sense. But it all comes down to, though, if we continue to work out day in and day out and push ourselves really hard, maybe not even necessarily working out, but say, you know, you work out three days out of the week and then those two days in between, you're going really hard on the golf course. You're walking 18 holes every time you're, you know, hitting balls before the round and after the round and you're putting in a lot of work and you think you're doing a really good thing, um, which is true. And I don't want you to stop, you know, making progress and doing those things. But if you continue to go ahead and go in and go hard day in and day out, it's going to be really hard for your body to recover, repair, and rebuild itself like we talked about because you're not giving it any time to repair those micro tears if that's what's going on or kind of quote-unquote flush out that lactic acid that's been built up in the muscle or you know allow those nerve endings in the muscle to repair themselves so that the next time you can go ahead and work out, you know, you're more prepared and ready to do that. So that's going to be more of what is the science as to why we need rest and recovery days. But active recovery is really good because that allows the blood to get flowing and moving again to possibly, again, quote unquote, flush out that lactic acid if that's part of what's causing that muscle soreness 
and or just allow things to get moving. If you think about getting the blood going, it carries a lot of nutrients and appropriate things that need to get to those muscles to help fuel them and restore and repair. So if we get moving in a light and enjoyable way, that will help bring those much needed nutrients to help the muscles repair itself. Also, it gets the joints moving. That will also be really good to also nourish the joints because depending on the joint and without getting too much into the weeds again in terms of science, moving and doing those kinds of things will help bring nutrients to the joint as well. So that will be helpful as well for joint health. Uh, And then last but not least, recovery is great. And if you haven't listened to my episode on sleep, as always, I do not know the actual episode number. You can probably go back. It is the most underrated recovery tool. I do know that's the title of the episode. Um, It talks about how that's really important in terms of recovery. And in that episode, I talk about hormones that are being released um, at night while you sleep. Go ahead and listen to that because those will also be really vital in helping you recover and be at your best on and off the golf course. So now that we have gone over into the weeds as to why it's important to do active recovery, does this mean that you should just be, you know, going for a a short five minute walk? Maybe, maybe not though. The main thing is I don't necessarily want you to just Netflix and chill basically. Not that that's a bad thing, or I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, but there are other ways that you can maximize your time off from the gym. And so I wanted to get into some things that you can do to maximize your rest days and your active recovery days. So one of the first things is, is now for a lot of people, this is something else to add on to their plate, into their schedule, which can be really hard. And like with any new thing that you're trying to schedule into your life, start small right? You don't have to go 100% right away. So I'm not asking you to do 60 minutes of an additional activity. Start off with five to 10 minutes, something easy that you can say like, hey, I can do this today. And that's going to be really important. And it's going to create that positive correlation to saying this is good for my health, and I should be doing this. And, you know, Just doing that day in and day out and building that routine and that habit will start to allow you to get used to this new activity that you're building into your everyday life and routine. The other thing that you can do that can be really helpful to help create a positive correlation with this activity is if you're able to schedule it the same time that you perform your typical workouts because your brain is already so used to saying, well, it's six o'clock in the morning. We're going to the gym. It's time to work out, right? So if you start doing something on your off day um, for active recovery and you schedule it at the same time, your brain is already on the cycle of saying, all right, well, it's six o'clock in the morning. This is what we normally do is do something healthy. And that will create that positive correlation again, which will ultimately hopefully continue to create healthy and positive habits for you to continue to do this new activity or routine into your everyday life. And then the next thing I would recommend to maximize your active recovery and or rest days is do an activity that is fun and enjoyable. I know that you probably want to practice golf just as much as I do, whether that's your short game or putting. And I'm not saying that those are not good active recovery strategies or activities 
But what I am saying is that it might be good for you to try something else, especially if it's golf season and you're already doing a lot of short game practice, putting practice, going to the driving range, doing this, working on your swing. That's already happening a lot. It's going to be good for your body to do something else other than those activities. Excuse me. I would say, though, that it's going to be really important for you to try something else. And here are some really good options um, that can work as an active recovery activity. Going for a long walk, swimming, foam rolling, mobility drills, yoga, biking, Pilates, disc golf, softball, kickball, forms of martial arts. Those are all options that you can do. And there's tons of other options that are I didn't even list that you can go ahead and do and would still count towards an active recovery. Again, I think it would be ideal, especially if it's peak golf season, that you try something other than golf. Because you're already doing a ton of golf things, it's going to be good for your body to get a different movement pattern and doing something different to just create that variety that it craves, basically. At the end of the day, though, like I said, I don't really care what it is. As long as it's something you enjoy, it gets you moving, and it just really helps you remember that it's a great day to be alive and moving and doing something fun that you enjoy. Now, some of these other things that we're going to talk about are not necessarily related towards active recovery, but more about maximizing your day off from the gym and or your rest day. And some of these things I think are are really good to do and probably something that we don't do a lot of or not enough of. And the first thing is, is doing something that's mentally stimulating. That could be anything from doing a word search, a crossword puzzle, reading, Sudoku, or just trying out a new skill, whatever that may be. Do something that's mentally stimulating. Again, our bodies, our minds crave variety and different things just as much as we want to crave the same thing and same routine day in and day out. But we like to do different things and we like to try out new things. Again, it doesn't have to be hard or scary. Just try something easy, start off small, but do something that can be mentally stimulating. The next thing, again, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier in this episode, and I'm going to recommend that you go ahead and go listen to the episode, The Most Underrated Recovery Tool, because getting rest, which is the next key here, is going to be really important to help you recovering and just living a better and healthier life. You know, maybe instead of staying up late, you can take your time to figure out what is a good nighttime routine for me, what works for me, and improve your sleep habits. Because improving your sleep habits are going to be something that's going to honestly transcend your health, especially if you don't have a good uh, nighttime routine or sleep habits. This can be really key in helping you maximize your performance on and off the golf course. And I would highly recommend, again, going back and listening to that episode if you have not done so already. Another thing that you can do on your off day to maximize it is do some meal prep. I know this isn't necessarily for everyone. Some people do not like to meal prep, and I'm not going to force you to do something that you don't like to do, but it is something that I've incorporated 
in my life and it's definitely helpful to maximize time later in the week. It's really easy to just go out and go buy lunch or breakfast or dinner. You know, it's less work for you to do something and that's totally fine if you enjoy doing that or if that brings you joy and makes your life easier. Um, For me, I think it's harder to eat healthier by going out and you know, buying food for breakfast or lunch or dinner. And again, I'm not against that whatsoever, but I'd rather know that what I'm eating is healthier. And, and that's not to say again, that there's not healthy options that you can go out and buy. Um, I just think it's hard to navigate those waters and I just spend too much time doing that. And I'd rather just put that time towards prepping meals. So I would recommend if that is something that you think you could benefit from is meal prepping. It can be really helpful. Um, I do it a lot for breakfast and sometimes for dinners. Um, I Again, I think it's really helpful in saving me time later because I don't have to think about what I need to make for lunch. Again, that's just less decisions that I have to make. And I'm able to go ahead and take that time that I would be using for prepping lunches or dinners later in the week. And now I have consolidated that time and can put it towards something else productive. And then lastly, now that you might have some more free time, if you incorporate meal prepping or from any other activity that you're doing that frees up some time, go ahead and do something that's fun. I know we talked about the active recovery activity should be fun and enjoyable, but I'm not even talking about that now. Just do something that's fun and enjoyable for you, whatever that may be. That may be watching some TV, watching a movie, playing video games, playing with your kids, reading a book, quilting, woodworking. I really don't care what it is, but do something that gives you joy, fills you up, and makes you happy. It doesn't necessarily have to be an active activity, but just do something that you enjoy and that you love because I find that a lot of times we don't spend enough time doing the things that we love that fill us up that bring us joy and that can be really uh what word am I looking for kind of stressful and really tear us down uh through the mind and through the body honestly and if you if you're not scheduling time to have fun and enjoy your life and you're only doing the things that you think you need to do because X, Y, and Z, then please at least schedule some time for yourself to do something that's fun. I know that's not always the easiest thing to do depending on your life situation, but as always, start small. Schedule five minutes. If you make time for it and you schedule it, your life will be better because you're able to spend some time doing something that you enjoy and love. So that is it for this week's episode. Another short one, but as always, I'm enjoying coming on here and just talking into the mic and just helping you guys live a happier and healthier life on and off the golf course. Again, I know this isn't necessarily specific to golf, this topic, but it will definitely affect how you perform on the course without a doubt, and it will also help you perform off the course as well. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to download and listen to me just talking to a mic and 
that means the world to me. We continue to have more and more subscribers, which is honestly crazy to me. With the amount of subscribers we do have, it would be great if we could get some more reviews and some ratings on whatever platform that you listen to this podcast on. I know there's a lot of you. There's only a few reviews. If you could please just take some time to fill that out, it really helps out the show get seen more and so more people can find it and really just live a better and healthier and happier life on and off the golf course, just like you are doing by listening to this show. Also, if you want to share this show with someone you may know or think that someone may benefit from it, go ahead and share it. I would love that. And hey, I know that I don't get to hear from a lot of you. This is obviously a one-way medium. It's not like we're talking back and forth to each other. But I would love to hear from you. If you want to reach out to me on Instagram, through the reviews, via email, through Facebook, whatever it may be, reach out to me. I'd love to hear if this podcast has helped you in any way, shape, or form. If you want to give me some ideas for more episodes, that would be great. If you want to give me some ideas of what you're doing for active recovery, send them my way. I would love to hear from you. Please go ahead and reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, or email. I will definitely get back to you. So please do not hesitate to reach out to me. And with that being said, we will officially wrap this episode up. Thank you so much as always for taking the time to listen. Keep working hard. Keep striving for excellence in everything that you do. Because when you feel great, you golf great.